let's go. Hey, let's go. He said, let's go. So again, let's go. We welcome in our listening audience to The Unfinished Business, a podcast brought to you by Talbot and Talbert. Good morning. Good to have you on this sunny summer morning where here I am remotely. The location is Los Angeles. It's a very lovely 78 degrees. Good morning, nephew. How are you? Doing great. And yourself? Uh, we're here in San Diego remotely, uh, 76 degrees, but it feel like 90 outside. We will take it. We had some gloomy June, uh, July days. These past couple of days looked like it was going to just rain all week. So I'll take the sun when I can get it. Right. Yeah, yeah. the sun is always, you know, good. It's a good, actually, it's a good source of, uh, of health. You know, you go out there in the sun, you get that um, melanin in you and get that sunshine on you and uh, get you kind of healthy out there. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm in San Diego. Like I said, I'm, I'm paying too much money for this weather. They better, they better be out here in the sun all three, well, at least 320 of the 65 days of the year. It's too expensive. Yeah, well, everywhere is expensive, man. San Diego, you know, probably especially. Um, and you guys got that good Coronado bridge and that breeze and all that water and uh, all that protection down there with the Marines and the um, and the Navy, U.S. Navy down there. So, you know, you guys got a good kind of situation going down there. But I can understand the weather. I know it's kind of, you know, I was stationed down there and I know it's kind of it was kind of weird to me. But when, when that breeze came off that water, it kind of felt a little good. Yes, sir. But yeah, let's dive right in. Uh, we hope that we can continue to enjoy these types of days. Uh, but to be honest with you, it's getting pretty dicey as the coronavirus uh, numbers start to creep back up to those familiar levels that got us on house arrest uh, the past year and a half. It's getting kind of scary, and hopefully we don't have to go back into lockup again. Uh, yeah, we did predict this, huh? In our last podcast, we were pretty much on point. We're talking about some of the things and the parameters that they would probably have to set up in order to, I don't know if you want to say force, but they want to say mandate people to take said shot and get vaccinated in order to protect those who did not or, or those who have and those are in the workplace. So the slow trip has started. We talked about how they would have to uh, mandate it for people at work. And that started here in the state of California as far as a mandate for state workers and uh biden came out yesterday uh said he's possibly going to mandate it for federal federal workers so it's a slow trip yeah well it's our it's our thought process and we were ahead of the curve and that's why we want to uh, get audiences to listen because we are informational type of podcast and we could be opinionated too we could argue we could debate but we were not we were dead on point i mean 14 hours after we said it it got implemented we're talking <laughs> We said, hey, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, we went into conversation. I said, man, they're going to make people mandatory for to have the vaccination, uh, especially if they can control you. And the only way to control somebody is by fear. The only way to control somebody is by fear. Somebody said you're going to lose your job if you don't get this shot. You got your family to take care of. You're going to take the shot or the shots. So we weren't pretty much on it. We were dead point. And in review, we were dead there. We're saying 14 hours later, midnight, we, we spoke at... 10 o'clock that morning went on went on air 14 hours later at midnight it got implemented so uh we're proud that that we were able to um get ahead of that curve and and get that information out to people who want to listen so we shared our thoughts on the vaccine and what potentially could happen and we said we're going to make it mandatory and they did that 
Pasadena was a trailblazing city. They started it, made it mandatory for their workers uh, in the city of Pasadena to be fully vaccinated in order to be employed. Now, like you said, the slow drip, the slow drip. Like my nephew said, everyone mimics Los Angeles. Now the slow drip has hit Los Angeles. Now we are here. Now city employees must be vaccinated. Now I would just you address something that your your second favorite city in the world, Las Vegas, uh, I should say Clark, Clark County in Nevada. Uh, they're just implementing back to the mask mandate in any public place. So you know it's it's starting. You know uh, these big cities are going to be the the template for the other cities, the smaller cities, and for the states uh, surrounding. So. Uh, I just read it today. They, they implemented it for all indoor, which would mean casinos, restaurants. You have to mask up. Vaccinated. Yeah, well, you heard it here first. And, and since it, it seemed like the last vaccination was trial and error, it seemed like they wanted people to be responsible and see how many people are going to go out and get their shots. And since most people didn't and the hospitalization started to climb back up again, they decided, okay, since they didn't want to do that, maybe now they're going to have some type of visual identifying marker, like maybe a, dig- a digital digital display, implant on your forehead, monitoring device. <laughs> so, nephew, don't get caught. I'm going to see. I'm going to walk a couple off. Yeah, hey, man, I don't want to see you with a, uh, what's that thing called at the bottom of a of, of, of your, when you go to the store and they scan you? Uh-huh. I don't want to see one of them scanners on your forehead, bro, because you wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> well, shoot, I mean, I, I'm pretty much going to have to follow, follow suit. If, this, if all this stuff comes to fruition, you know, I'm a federal worker. I work, work uh, around the federal government. So, I mean, if, like you said, if I want to make money and I want to support my family, it's either going, you know, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and take it, you know. And it's, I, I use it as, like, pretty much my excuse to take it. And, you know, I'm being forced to. So if that's the, if that's the case, then I'm going to have to go ahead and do it. You know, I'm not voluntarily uh, giving my arm out for them to, to, sh- to shoot it. So if that's the case and I have to do it, then I'm going to do it. you got to you got to make money in this world. And, and like I said before, um, we in San Diego. It ain't nothing free out here. So uh, if that's the case, if that's what Biden wants us to do, I'm gonna have to go ahead and do it, kicking and screaming. Well, that's what. Well, it's being it, it's kind of being responsible and being held accountable because you don't want to infect. As you said, you're a federal worker. You don't want to infect your co-worker if you happen to get it. You don't want to infect your family members. That's something that you know you just don't want to do. And that thing. You know, it's a domino effect. It goes on and on and on and on and on. So, you know. Yeah, I, I, I uh, respect and understand the rationale behind it. My whole big, uh, I guess, drawback from it and why I, there's a little pushback on my end is just the fact that I've also have seen uh, certain people and in the news and then also those around me that have had the vaccine and have still contracted it. So my whole thing is like, what are we actually, what is the, the point of it? So but I'll tell you the point. The point is so you don't die. It's not that you're not going to get it. You're most likely not to die from it. If you don't get the vaccination, you're most likely are going to die. You have a greater percent of dying from the vaccine. I mean, from the 
virus if you don't take the vaccine. Doesn't okay, mean point. that's a good point. But where, where's the data that states that there, there's not enough data that states we haven't had this variant or this virus around long enough for people to say that that's a definite possibility. That's that's just a well, you're gonna have to use the you have to use you're gonna have to use the numbers of just overall looking on the news and looking at the overall numbers of deaths, and then take a look wait, at that, how, how the de- that, wait a minute, let me wait, 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 and then how the deaths subsided, and now they're that, now they're those going. Were, were, uh, those people who did that passed away weren't vaccinated. That doesn't mean that. Probably a good percentage of them, but not the ultimate end all be all. Well, there is no ultimate end-all, be-all. That that's life isn't going to work like that. We're 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 never going to know the end-all, be-all because, you know, most of us or some of us and the ones that who have transitioned on, passed on because of this virus, they wouldn't be in that discussion. So the the only thing being is this: if if you told me, hey, take this shot and you won't die, there's you know the possibility you won't die. I go, okay, I don't want to die. I'll, I'll take the shot. Then you tell me if you don't take the shot, there's a greater chance that you are going to die. Then there's your choice. There's your choice there. If you want to save, you know, you want to save your family. Because if you get it, they may get it. And you don't want them to get it. You got you got to provide for them. They have to go forward. You you got a plan for your family. You that's why you had kids, and that's why you got a wife because you had a plan. And uh, God sent you this helpmate to help you along the way. It it didn't send you the helpmate for you all to get sick. So if it helps the family, if it helps you know people make money because listen, you got to get up and go to work. And make money. Your wife got to get up and go to work to make money, and your kids got to go to school. So everybody got to be protected to some degree. And, and you want to make that degree as least or less as possible. If someone says, "Hey, you know, the kids at school are getting vaccinated now. Oh, now the kids are catching the virus. Now, now you got to pick and choose. Like, oh my God, now my, you know, who's at risk and who's not at risk, and you can only." take that information that you took and took the shot and got the kids shot i have to make i think pretty soon here as far as I, i've seen there's places in as far as florida like they're having like multiple protests because of the kids having to wear masks. hey it's okay i just see you walking around with a barcode on your forehead I say oh man my nephew didn't get the shot <laughs> that's the next spot that's it we're gonna have to go get fitted yeah yeah you uh you're gonna yes. walk around. You're gonna think of a, a tattoo. You have a barcode on your forehead. Like, hey man, well, hey, that's hey man, that's precious. That yeah, I saw. Uh, it was called Timeless or, or Time. It's something about time. They got Justin Timberlake in it. The, uh, everything was basically about time. So they had barcodes on their on their arms, and they would scan it, and they would give you more time if you did certain things, and they would take away time if you did certain things. And that's that's where we on right now. We're gonna be on the barcode system. We might be ahead of our time on that, huh? Hey, we might. Hey, man, listen, we're trailblazers, man. We're pioneers, and we we're gonna keep the discussions going, and um, we're gonna what's jump. This, 
talking about health, let's transition to the the big news of the, the last couple of days. Is it was in my mind two cents, but we can we can talk about it, discuss it. I know that's been on your your mind as well. Yeah, but we the said whole. this. We said this before. Mental health is mental strength. Yes. And I want right. to and I want to share that's this. That's you were ahead of. And I want to share you. Yeah. And, I, and like I said, I know that I know somebody gonna listen and steal a caption. Mental health is mental strength. And I'll tell you, and you heard it here first. And I want to share this real quickly. The information that you share with someone, you don't want to share with somebody who's opinionated. You want to share someone. You want to share with someone who, who understands and has, uh, you know, the ability to to understand what you're going through. You know, someone who lacks experience in what you're going through can't help you. So if you can't be open to the closest person, your partner, your your significant other, your cousin, your brother, your uncle, your auntie, you guys know me. I say anything to you guys. Anything I going on with me, I say it. Hey man, guess what happened? Hey man, check this out. And I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for uh, an opinion. I'm looking for support. So if I say something to you like, "Hey nephew, I mean, you have many discussions about everything and anything," and I'm not looking to devalue you, or I'm not looking for you to devalue me. I'm just looking for the support. Like you know, this is what I went through. And I can tell you, I've been through a tons of things. And I can give you a lot of experience on a lot of different topics i don't care almost what it is i can tell you about it if it's health if it's relationships if it's gambling if it's <laughs> i i can give you you know some of my experiences on it and they're pretty much pretty pretty good but uh then if you don't take the people and use the people in your support system who offers supposed to offer you support to give you that support, then you're going to end up with a clinical person who's going to diagnose you and prescribe you medication. And then, sure. you, and then you're exposed and all on front street. But uh, yeah, let's jump to my two cents because I want to get this subject out the way because I know where we're going. Um, well, it's really, I'll, I'll leave that one to the end so we can discuss it. But uh, my two cents to tomorrow's actual NBA draft. Uh, we've got A. Cunningham. Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, some of the big names we'll be looking for tomorrow to go to some of these teams that need some help. Uh, Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. After all the squabbling in the offseason, they have agreed that he can go where he wants to the following year, so this will be his That last. man, That man just controlled the whole Green Bay Packer organization. Yeah, and, and rightfully so. I mean, they they they've given them a bad hand the past couple of years as far as they they wanted to dictate instead of you know. And this is a quarterback's league, and this guy that's been as successful as him, they should have allowed him to pick and choose some of the things, not all of the things, but some of the things that will affect him on and off the field. And so they 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 did it with Brett. You know, they they showed that you know it's more than than one player, and they're gonna run their organization the way they do. And we'll see how far they go without a person like Aaron Rodgers. He's, you know, he's a very successful quarterback, but they have agreed that after this year to, sep- to go their separate ways and they won't be able to franchise or re-sign or anything. They will work together in concert to be able to get them to a new team. Uh, speaking of teams, Team USA bounced back from their game one loss in that uh, quality, well, excuse me, that group play against France, beating Iran last night. Me and my son watched that. They've uh, beat them by about 50-something points. They looked like they had their mind right and wanted to play some defense, wanted to play together, shot well. They uh, played as a team. Didn't look like a lot of individuals out there, like in the France game. 
so they, their next game, I believe, was on Saturday against Czech Republic, and hopefully they can advance to the, the uh, elimination stage. And then also, uh, we were talking about mental health, the big story of the day, and uh, possibly the rest of the Olympics, which, man, I... I know you've been tuning in with the Olympics. It's kind of hard to watch when you see some of these indoor sports and all these things because of the fans. It gives you that bubble feel like like the Lakers when they won the, uh, the championship last year. It gives you that like kind of like feeling of you're, you're watching the sport, but you don't feel like you're watching the sport. You know, so I'm, the thing that I look forward to is track and field, and I'm going to be really interested to see how that's going to play out during this Olympics. But circle back, big news, Simone Biles, withdraws from team and individual events from the Olympics. After but that's a day-by-day. Day. That's a day-by-day day evaluation, though. Go ahead, huh? No, no, I was. I, I didn't want to... Well, I did want to cut you off. I wanted to argue with you. That's a day-by-day day evaluation. She didn't totally just cut herself off. She's going day-by-day. Day. Um, only, only Simone Biles knows what's going on in her head, man. She's an exceptional athlete, and we hate to see these kind of things happen to a person of her caliber, it seems like, man, I, I you know what, I bet not even say it, but I, I don't say it, it seems like, no, you know, it seems like she's yeah. being controlled, man, it seems like once she made that statement about um, she wasn't feeling good, and it's too much pressure on her, she was 17, now she's 24, and I'm just paraphrasing, because I don't want to, I don't want to uh, misquote anybody, and she said something about uh, she was she was 17, and different now she's 24, I feel like the whole weight is on her shoulder, the whole world is on her shoulders, and now all of a sudden, her, her, you know, she said she felt some type of injury, man. And when she said that, now it then went all the way talking about suicide. We then went all the way around the whole damn thing to get to. Oh yeah, she said uh, she wants to commit suicide. Like, oh my god. Now here we are. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not good, man. It's not. It's not. It's not good. It doesn't feel my, good. My take on it is, why do you wait to? get to the actual Olympic Games to feel this way. You know what I mean? Like, you prepared for the past five years, not even four years, because COVID and all that happened last year that kind of uh, postponed the Olympic Games. And you, you kind of took away an opportunity for another athlete to be in your place if you felt that way. So uh, everyone, we all go through things. And of course, you know, she, she does have a lot of pressure. She's the face of the gymnastics world uh, as far as Team USA, just in general. Hey, nephew, you're you're only as successful as the supporters you encapsulate yourself around. Okay. It's just it's very just just pure and simple. Say, for instance, you you got a business going. If nobody supports it, if your family doesn't support it, your wife doesn't support it, your 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 coworkers don't support it, then you just have a bunch of uh, uh, inventory sitting at home. It's worthless. You know, so when she went to these Olympics, you know, she was always on social media posting her boyfriend, this and that, and blah, 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 fiance, whatever it may be. And now she's gotten to the Olympics and she she was a good team person. She did stay around and cheer them on, even though that her score probably would have gotten them past maybe to the goal, maybe not, because she made a couple of slip-ups where she went out of bounds a couple of times and didn't land right. And um, they're looking for her to mess up. If she mess up, you know, it's magnified like 8 billion times. Yeah. So, no, that's that's just, you know. So she, do you feel 
um, somewhere in, in her circle is a lack of support because, like I said, I mean, it, it, they we've been on this for the past. I want to say they had qualifying, they had all these different things leading up to the Olympic Games, to where if you were feeling that way, you could Some, something, aside. something, something and broke down. Know. Something broke down somewhere in her circle. <laughs> So that's actually think that just somebody in, in her team just uh, ain't there for her or, or yeah, not. something happened emotionally. Something, oh, something, needs. something happened emotionally. Something, something. Let, let's go back to Shakari Richardson for smoking some weed. Now something went wrong there. You know, her parents died or her mom died, and suddenly, and then she got involved in the marijuana smoking thing. Somewhere in between her mom dying and the weed and the running, something broke down. She wasn't supported. There wasn't her support group wasn't there. And when you don't have a support group, your mind wonders. An idle mind is, is a devil's workshop. Anything could happen. But look, we gotta get to going. Listen, man, I got my dog remains back, dude. I haven't I haven't felt uh I was feeling bad, you know, since she passed away because the circumstances surrounding how it went. I played the blame game, you know, when I went to go take her to the vet, I was wishing, man, I wish I wouldn't have had the money to take her. So I went through a series. And, and this is how mental health can play on you. And you gotta be strong. That was my mental health test. I was blaming myself. I was blaming like, why'd I, oh my God, I wish I wouldn't have had the money. What'd the doctor do? And when, all you know, I was about to say, so what you, you felt like if you didn't go to the doctor, you wouldn't have would have turned out differently yeah yeah see that's this that's just that's just your mental that's just your mental mind playing tricks on you now i don't know what the outcome would have been anyway but what i have now is a but you know when i when i talked to my anesthesiologist i told her what happened and she was like but she gave you 13 years that's not what i want to hear (laughs) you know i was looking to hear something else but that's how support goes that's why we go back to saying you cannot involve yourself or get around and tell people your problems when they're going to give you opinions. You know, I can tell you, oh, my dog passed away. This happened, this happened. You could be sympathetic and then you go, oh, but she was 13. No, we're getting to the story. Yeah. You know, let's get to the story. Let's get to let's get to the, you know, the meat and potatoes of this, you know. So we got our remains back now. You know, it still ain't set in good. And uh, I guess it's going to sting a minute. Then what happens with me, guess what happens? It'll start to bring back, just what I say, mental health and your mental strength. We don't know what a person goes through. So when my dog passed away, now guess what happens? It brings up my mom, my brother, your brother, my daughter. Now it takes me back. Now I got to stay stronger. So we don't know at what point triggered, triggered, Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just a lot of triggers. It triggers. Right. We don't know what triggered Simone Biles. Was it when she messed up on the uneven bars and she didn't qualify? Did something else trigger what happened prior to the Olympics? Only she can say that. But you know, it's unfortunate, man. We just, you know, we you gotta, you know, it's hard to do, but you gotta surround yourself with good people. If you surround yourself around a bunch of nonsense, brother, oh man. And then you gotta stay silent, just if you don't wanna. If you don't want to um, offend the person that really you should be getting away from and you stay in, inside your situation and you know you should be out of it, it's just going to frustrate you. And then when it's time to blow, 
when it blows, it's all going to be from something that should have been said two years ago, a month ago, three days ago. You, it's got to be talked about. Yeah, and, uh, most of the time, the, the the fake support and the yes men and the people who are just there for the ride, usually when those things blow up, they they go. Oh, they go. They go, they go to the next person. Out of there. They go to the next person. Yeah. So I mean, you're, you're totally correct. You got to surround yourself around a good support system. Uh, fortunately for us, we have uh, we have a great relationship. And um, if you got a messed up girlfriend, she's just gonna be a messed up girlfriend and go to the next guy once she messes you up. She gonna go. <laughs> she gonna go mess him up too. Great analogy. Yeah, yeah. Just breaking, breaking hearts all over. The place. Yeah, yeah. Just stealing and snatching souls. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, but nephew. I'm preparing for my knee surgery. Uh, let's see, it's Monday. Yeah, so, yeah, that's another thing you got to tackle. But, you know, I go in this place laughing and joking. And, and like you say, like, um, you just take it with a grain of salt. But I'm able to take it that way because I'm able to share everything with my nieces, my nephews, my cousins, my brothers, my aunt. I can, I can say anything to you guys. And, you know, it's a good feeling to have. And you know, nobody's going to be judging me because, you know, only, only God can judge you, man. Tupac said it best, and, sure. and, and that's that's pretty much it. But look, um, you got anything to add? Uh, no, I was a uh, little entertainment news, you know, just to kind of bring a little bit of light, I guess. To... Oh man, you seen that Lil Nas X new thing? Oh man, <laughs> oh man, you gotta see it. Lil Nas X is never mind, but go ahead. <laughs> I just wish that in this life I could have, uh, I don't know, been around Kelly Clarkson. It's the way she just doing her. She got to pay her husband 200k per month for temporary spouse support. Oh, she did a Adele. She did a Adele, huh? Yeah, man, 200k a month. Yeah, I hope that. Man, all he need is five months. He, he in the millionaire bracket. <laughs> Uh, Kanye Kanye West uh, is living in Atlanta's Mercedes Benz Stadium uh, after his listening session uh, was a success for his new uh, forthcoming album Donda, which is named after his mom. So uh, we'll be looking for that. And then finally, J Lo and Ben Affleck back together. They made it official. They out here doing PDA runs and all that good stuff. So you know how this goes. See, there's a new movie, a new uh, music album coming out on one of their parts hey nephew she is soul snatcher too brother <laughs> yeah. oh man we talk about somebody who needs a support system <laughs> she, she go from one to the next one yeah. tell me yeah that's that's entertainment you know you give us a little light before we get out of here and uh you know we, we got some tough times ahead but you know like we are talking about that only the strong survive and surround yourself around a good support system and you get through it and uh, be safe out here. Absolutely. And again, like I said, you're only as good as your as, as the next man or next person to you. You keep the faith. You keep praying. Keep God first. You're going to be all right. And as always, may God keep you. May God bless you. And we gone. Ciao for now. Ciao.